West West Show. You are now listening to Empty Out the Clip. Right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Empty Out the Clip podcast, the OTC. My name is Cam's. I'm here with the brothers in the house in the very heart of West Auckland. Lady and Eric, what's up, boys? What's up, what's up bro? Boos? What's up, lads? Good to see you, mate. It's, it's good, good to, to see. be back <laughs> again. <laughs> to all our loyal um, listeners out there, man, you probably just noticed that I'm trying to get a deep voice. <laughs> but yeah, you see the new background, new parts in the studio, mate. <laughs> Mm. Yo, you know the drill, boys. Do some shout outs. I'll start with you, um, Eric. Yeah, a massive shout out to my mom's. She's finally back. Oh, she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's finally back, man. It's called you living the life, mate. I was I was just telling Cameron, I think this was a couple of days ago, where how we found out she was coming back, like, was on the day. She was coming <laughs> back. <laughs> she goes, I'm coming back tomorrow. <laughs> and she goes, oh, and my dad says, oh, okay, I'm coming back tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, this guy dying to come back home. So, yeah, she's back home. So, a big massive shout out to her. Mm. Um, a massive shout out to my uncle uh, Moro. He was in the hospital for uh, an infection in his leg. So, I think he, it, got, it got itchy. It started out as a bite, it got itchy. He went and scratched it. But he must have had something in his fingernails. So, it transferred into his blood. And it got really bad with the point he was fainting. Got so, infected, didn't it? Yeah, it got infected really bad. And it went really fast. And he said all he remembered was he was trying to go for the light switch in his bathroom. And then he next minute he woke up and he all he could see was his my his auntie I mean my auntie and um, my cousin trying to get him up. But he, all in all everything went well. The doctors got him in time, so he's recovering he's almost a hundred percent I think right now. So oh, yeah, big mess of ups for that guy. So many of those kind of stories, eh? Yeah, bro. Like the little scratch and next minute. Big ass. Bro, it was like um it was like something from a zombie movie. Like mm. there was a little equator in his leg, like a hole. I was like, what the hell? Something was like went inside his leg and like started eating his flesh. Mm. It looked like a burn mm. and uh something that was in the middle eating him. Oh shit. I was like, fuck. But you know, like if you got diabetes, that's the worst thing that can happen, eh? Like yeah. any scratch and you got diabetes just makes it worse, eh? Yeah. Yeah, shit, yeah. Pretty lucky. much an indicator to go get your blood checked, eh? Mm. I don't. I'm mm. lucky, lucky for me, I've been doing that. Mm. I need to get my blood checked again this month before the end of the year. Oh, man, talk about timing, who's? Oh, <laughs> talk about timing. Yeah, I saw a photo up on the, on the hospital floor too. It was uh, level eight with um, one of the Uso's uh, families that we know down in Rano, Tully's family. Oh yeah, the, I think the uh, the sisters are fo- see this photographs because I saw a portrait of their of their family on the on their floor. Oh. I just happened to walk past and then I turned around like, hey, is that Tully? <laughs> and I looked at the photo properly and I took a photo of it. Yeah. So I was like, oh damn, it's a nice photo. It's just them like in their liv- living room, yeah, with a black and white kind of theme to it. So I was like, oh shit, that's me. Like on the board at the hospital, like yeah. You, as you come out of the um, escalators mm. and you go to the um. Ah, uh, shit. Where they keep the patients in that. Mm. It's on just on the wall, on your left. Right. You'll see it as you walk down. Yeah. There's a few portraits there. So I was like, that's busy. So, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's my... Um, These are shout-outs? Yeah. Oh, man, shout-outs time. Damn, it's been a minute, man. Feels like... um. 
my first shout-outs to the Us Avs. He's got up and uh, ah, that left our, um, our cold shores and what seems to be a hot weather, this the hot hot summer this coming um, season, man. And um wishing him all the best um, with his new relocation. Um, another shout-out to the my old neighbour, um, old Gummo Nixon, Nixon Clark and his girl, Lord Sarah. I went to the night market on Thursday, man, and I bumped into him. But it was just funny because I'm one of those just need to look where I'm walking, right? And I wasn't even looking up, but he said he saw me from across the car park. He wanted to come say what's up. <laughs> shout out to that dude. And I told him, hey, I'm on empty other clip, man. Make sure you plug in. So he even followed up with a text the next day. What's the what's the code? So shout out to that guy. Um, yeah, looking in good shape there, dude, eh? So massive um, surprise seeing him of all places. Um, another one's to my bro Rick over at the Kiri Juice plant. Um, and I apologise, I didn't mention him, but when I did finish up with Kiri, one of the last guys I didn't want to say bye to was Rick. Because yeah, me and Rick always talk each other out of doing stuff like, you know, like, nah, it's not worth it, man. Nah, they do it, you know? So when he found out that I was leaving, it was like, he just expressed, like, what he thought. And I said, fair enough, man, I get it. But yeah, I apologise for not making a shout-out to him on the last episode when I finished up at work. But shout-out to my brother, Rick. Hope you and the family are coping, mate. It's not too long till you chuck in your uh, notice, but but let me know so I can come and join your drinks. Um, He pretty much is the backbone and the spine of that place, that labeler, that packer that he works on. So everyone that's not getting happiness growth, bro, if Rick's not... In a good place, man. Go butter him up, man, because that's the only reason why everyone gets fantastic awards and all the rest of it. Um, another shout out, probably. Um, another shout out to my um sister-in-law, over in um in Mackay. So the bro Sam, they're part of Westside um fitness, and the man goes away for a week and then he's back. So I know it's been t- a, t- a toll on her. So. She's on Snapchat now, so I sort of like to spy on what they're up to. And I try and post as much story as I can because her boy ends up leaving us on Wednesday. So he's going to go join his, his parents over in Mackay. But it's been it's been hardies because, like, you know, as we're getting older, I think our kids are getting older. But then, you know, we sort of reflect on, like, man, look how far you have come from. The little kid was getting blessed and now the little kid going to go, you know, sow his, his seeds over in in Australia, so not looking forward to that, but I knew he'll be happy, his, his mum will be happy to have him join her over there. Another one's to my bro, Dolo Everett, he's the mayor of Torbay, so me and my bro, we we really catch up, but we probably will start making an effort to catch up now. Um, I told him I'm, I'm jobless, and he was sort of like doing the, man, there's a good reason, there has to be a good reason why he'll be jobless, and I said, oh, I just need a new challenge. He come over, we said, um, pretty some pretty deep um emotions and pretty much some just parenting stuff that when I when he used to live out west we always talked about. Um, yeah, I can't wait to catch up with him on Saturday. So, and another one is to Uncle Lena who turned eight, uh, seventy eight. So the also um our Mark and the bro um Scotty and that went out to the Red Road to celebrate his birthday. Um, man, love to him, man. It's beautiful seeing people on social media record their family stuff. That they're actually doing together, because to me it's powerful, eh? Especially when you got your olds around, like I'm, I see like that them celebrating the the old man, with all the grand, all his grandkids, and actually making an effort by leaving Auckland to get, get away from it all, you know. To me, that's powerful. So, uh, man, shout out to Pastor Scott and the Falatua Roof, um, Bruin. Um, another one's to my bro Sonny, aka the Terminator, still on the doors. Sorry we didn't catch up on Sunday. Um, and to my type 5, Leah, Miki, Anaru, Dolo, Hame. Love you guys, man. It's been a minute since we caught up. And 
we want to live to see our twenty, our kids' twenty first man. Like how many always said, like it starts with us, man. Need to reflect, look in the mirror, man, and ask that guy why he's not fitting a two XL. Like let's make it happen. I think this week, Sunday, let's do it, man. Like you know we've been procrastinating for far too long. And my last one's to my daughter Nikita who turned twenty. So for twenty one years I've been servicing this girl. I made a promise to her mum that when she came to this world I'll be the guy putting bread on the table, making sure she's got a roof over her head, and for her. 20th birthday that pretty much took over 21 years that I've been trying to do that so I went and bought me a trailer it's our trailer now so we got a big trailer to take to the beach every year now so and shout out to her boyfriend who made the effort to come over he stayed at the airport for about 10 hours just to be here and to me if I see my daughter smiling fucking I don't need to do anything else man so yeah that wraps up my shout outs boys sorry about that long long list you good man oh good man that's so cool man I just want to make a shout out to my man Nick Wolf, who's proposed to his his lovely girlfriend Tanya, who's now his uh, fiance. Yeah, yeah, nice. Mm. Congratulations, congratulations, uh, guys. Um, Huddle. a twenty year relationship. Oh wow! Uh, so it was about time. But uh, <laughs> looking better forward. late than never, eh? Better late than never. But you know, it's good. And it's always good to see um, things like that happen. But, uh, shout out to those guys Looking forward to the winning Shout out to all the um, Wishes Network listeners out there And don't forget to check out The Empty Out The Clip Facebook page It's a group page So you gotta Answer the free questions And you get let in So a chance to Post up some comments Or post up some articles So we can discuss on the podcast That's the Empty Out The Clip Facebook page Alright boys Let's get into uh, How was your week been? I'll start with you Eric It's been been pretty quiet. I took, um, I felt like shit on Sunday. I felt actually bloated. Like I was going to explode. Are you doing four hours yet? Uh, am I doing four hours? Are you doing four hours? you back on four week? Nah, nah, I don't think I'll ever go back to that. Okay. I think I'll stay on four, four days a week now. It's like yeah. once you go black, you can't go back. <laughs> yeah, bro. Wow. It's nice. just... I, I think, think you more time to rest then. Yeah, yeah. Just not only that. It's got, I try, f- you know, once you get into a routine where yeah, yeah. you got to just keep an eye on, you don't have so much cash. I mean, it wasn't that much cash anyway, but mm. I can't spend what I was spending before. Yeah. So there's a bit of that, but I don't I don't really mind. But yeah, no, it's just been really, because um, I took the day off on Monday just to catch up. Something was gas, it was wrong with me, but it's all come right now. So yeah. Back on point again. Just been watching a whole lot of movies. Man, my daughter's growing. She's starting to eat more, bro. <laughs> just, she finally turned a t- into a teen probably, probably like a month ago now. So she's eating a lot more. How old is Chris? She's, yeah, she's 11. Bro, my 11-year-old always fucking eats like my deaf brother, bro. How my deaf brother used to eat back in the day. Like, yeah. I swear, like, if we go get burgers, like, if we go to Dago Kebab, right, I'm like, I'll get two burgers. I'll get me one for now and maybe one for later. If I ask her if she wants some, fuck, she will smash the burger, man. I'm like, maybe I need to get four burgers now. But it's like, if I left the burger in front of her, she'll smash the burger, man. Yeah, well, because um, Capri's just starting to eat a whole burger. Yeah. She can eat a double quarter pounder. She's yeah. a small girl. But that's a ghost bird thing, I think. Hey, yeah. That's when you got a big appetite. Yeah, well, because she's, She's asking me to add more food to her lunch, and I'm already giving her a, a sandwich, an apple, um, some snacks, like a, some chips and a cookie. Okay, how much more do you want? Because, oh, give me another sandwich. Just double like, it, Dad. Double it. I was like, holy shit. Double, double it. I was like, that's like a 
Katina, ice cream container size of lunch. Yeah. Okay, even I couldn't eat that much, but yeah, far. So I was like, okay, I better add some, probably add some more protein or something. You'll like, find out when, you know, when you get the Happy Meal from McDonald's and Happy Meal turns into a full combo. But my <laughs> dad... start asking for a combo. When my, when no my, more Happy Meals, man. Yeah, when my dad <laughs> took her to McDonald's, because he, he was still thinking that she was like like eight or nine. Oh, and she yeah. goes, oh yeah, I'll get a Happy Meal. And, my, and she said, no, how do? I want to... Give me a burger. Give me a burger. I want two large fries. Yeah, I said, sorry for my kids when my wife was like, now you can share a Happy Meal. Share a Happy Meal. Fuck. Cut it out. And I was just like, okay, you have the fries, you have the, he have the nuggets, you have the half burger. Yeah. Because you like men, bro. Yeah, because we, we went to that burger place up at um, Calston. Um, this is something. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there. And she loved it. So she keeps on annoying me to go back there again. But she was going, at this time I want two burgers, dad. Man, it's been a minute bro. since I've been up there. Mm. Yeah, it's quite pricey, eh? But, man, it's worth it, I reckon. Yeah. Quality burgers, eh? Oh, you got me into the, the Hunch Munch. Oh, bro, Hunch Munch, bro, the late night, the, the family pack, eh? The family yeah. pack one? So. Nah, I get the $25 for two burgers and fries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is this the, you can buy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right now, because I think that family meal, one of them comes with the chicken burger. The oh, chicken yeah. burger's good, eh? I'm trying to stay off the smash patties because I don't want to compare the patties. Like, you know how we went to the burger club? I don't want to compare patties. Because once I start getting like that, then I'll be like, fuck. I might end up being like, yeah, yeah, fuck, you just get a McDonald's and get a double quarter pounder. Mm. I don't want to be going back to the that's, double quarter pounder. That's if, like, you, you've had a bad experience with burgers, right? Yeah, exactly. And then you go that's to the quarter pounder. That's why I don't want to compare burgers. So, like, if I feel like, okay, that double cheese is good, I'll just leave it at that. I don't yeah. want to go explore. Because, like, I think you said the one time, oh, I didn't really like it. I was like, oh, man, I feel bad now. Now I've got to look for another place <laughs> I can get tell him. But at least he went to Slate. So I'm like, okay, that's sweet. It's fine. There's a place right next to the Hunch Munch as well. It's called Beach. Pizza, oh, pizza, pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried one of one of the guys orders pizza from there, but he never ever finishes it. So I end up finishing it. And <laughs> the pizza's yum. Oh yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. oh damn. What is it? The do- is it a what pan size or the thin, yeah. thin crust? No, no, it's not the thin crust. It's the pan size. Oh, man. But the, he gets he gets the spicy um sauce. But I was thinking, man, if, if they had the same flavor without the spiciness, the kids will love it. I was like, damn. Yeah, bro, I remember yeah. the kids coming home with um. Hot chips with um the the butter chicken sauce on them. Yeah, oh, so that's from the yeah. floor. I was thinking, man, how lazy do you have to be <laughs> to just put like your barbecue, your um your freaking um uh what is it the butter, butter chicken, chicken sauce, sauce all over chips. in your chips. <laughs> I mean, but that's the actual combo inside the shop, dude. Yeah, but how lazy do you have to be? Like, you just made it up. He's like, <laughs> what should we do? What should we do? Oh. Just try to put the sauce on. Yeah, sell it for uh, the new thing. The new combo. <laughs> this is a new new food. Mm. I've heard of another. There's, there is another one too that my daughter likes, but I can't remember what it was. I remember her, I remember her asking me. You know that um, but the chicken sauce on the chips, that's just like the <sighs> deep fried marrow. <laughs> Bro, I don't know where that came from. Fuck, that was shocking. You know, they try to imagine of being creative with these... Fuck. I've, there's, there's a lot of things you can deep fry, but choc- uh, chocolate bar? <laughs> oh, you didn't like it? I, I mean, I probably would like it, but I haven't tried it. I think it I depends on the batter. If the batter's done nice, like like a hot dog batter, yeah. then it's freaking gold, bro. You try it, like, honestly. But, but like the batter they do at Toby's? Oh. Or, or you're talking about the bread batter type, a like bit the, thick layer. Like a thick layer. 
Okay. You'll probably like it, I reckon. Man, it's just gonna super supercharge my diabetes. <laughs> I think with this new segment, fucked up takeaways. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, Wait till we get into my food review before I start being real, real honest about that. I'm man. It'll supercharge my diabetes to the next level. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, to answer your question, Eric, like when you said, that, what, how many things can you deep fry? You know what the worst is? You know what the worst like a deep fry that they made a, a I think thing? I think I know what you're going what you're hitting is. Is it sushi? Nah, oh. man. It's but the this, bloody this. the sweet and sour pork, the deep fried ones, and put the sweet and sour sauce on top. Not the normal ones you get at like at um Atlantic. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Silver Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah Silver yeah, Bell yeah, one. Yeah. That's the original. That's old how old school. That's how old school sweet and sour should be, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But have you had the like the deep fried one? No. You know the pork. It's in like a batter. And then they deep fry it. And it's um got the sauce all over it. Oh. I think that's stolen from the, the, the um sweet and sour fish. Oh. What? I reckon that's what it is. Maybe True. the takeaways has got it confused because like I seen it and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> is it the same thing? And like, nah, that one's fish, that one's pork. Then why is it battered like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I don't know. That's what the thing says. I'm like, bring them back, they gave us the wrong one. They're like, nah, nah, that, that's this means our pork. It's like, that's they, up. they're doing like that for fish because the fish breaks up, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can so see it would, now. They do know the fish. Yeah. yeah. But why why would they want to do it like that for pork? <laughs> it's one confused guy. Maybe the guy was colorblind. Which one's the pork? That one. <laughs> Which one's the first? That one. He's like, oh, oh. Yeah, that's, yeah. He's like, oh, fuck it. They'll eat it anyway. <laughs> hey, drink places do it all the time, man. Wrong color caps. Fucking just do it anyway. You know, yeah. the struggle is real, man. But you don't have to like cheapen the <laughs> soon as I'm pouring like that, man. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm a bit thing when I go eat. No, I, I rather quality over quantity, you know? Big time. And it's been like that for a while. Mm. Even before the the rise of uh, prices, but lucky G's bro, his quality. I think, yeah. Uh, Fuck like, yeah, bro. Next for your level. pocket, though, it was like damn. It was like because we try to feed our family. I'm like, how am I saying? How can we break this meal down without you know getting doubles? It's not gonna get a waste. Yeah, but so, the thing yeah. is, if you have good quality food, you get full faster. Yeah, which I know. I find the hunch munch is a good alternative. Mm. I think it's oh, a prep, bro. I think, yeah, man, because even the okay. buns are soft, eh? Mm. I think if the bun is soft, even at like 11 o'clock at night, well, the bun is soft. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like that. Because I'm like, well, this is a good alternative than wasting gas going over the bridge to uh, Teddy Peninsula. Yeah, I have, I'd never been to Hep Dads until we went what, that night with, um, we went up, I went up with Camps and Elves, and then we went to Hep Dads. We were trying to get to the bar across the road. But they were closing down, so oh fuck it, let's go get something to eat. But I already, I already had a meal at home all set up. So this so Casper and got a burger. And I was like, oh shit, it's a massive ass burger. Yeah, it's got a bit too much going on, eh? Yeah. But it looks plain. It looked plain to me when I was looking it at it. It tastes bland. That's I, the thing. Yeah. It tastes bland. I said it before. They need some get rid of those cheap patties and yeah, get right. some gourmet patties. That's what it looked yeah, like. That's, that's what, what it looked like. Cheap that's patties. What it, that's what I need. But even like just cooking, like they put like lunch in them, right? It's like if you had just a nice piece of bacon or like um, shoulder bacon, just yeah, bro. That would fucking <laughs> need <to laughs> keeping it down with that lunch and eh? add another dollar or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> they've already gone up two dollars <laughs> since they put it out. <laughs> These guys complain. I don't have a job, man. I'm allowed to complain about the price. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Caprice eating a lot, man. Shit, I gotta keep up. Yeah. <laughs> so I gotta add more protein. So not only am I buying chicken for myself, I might as might as well start buying chicken for chicken for her as well. Just cook some chicken breast, chop it up, put it in the container. But she thought I was gonna 
You know how you put a, chi- a whole chicken in the oven? She thought, oh, you're going to give me a chicken leg? No. I'll, we'll get, buy some chicken breast, cook it, and then I'll slice it up and put it in a container for you to eat, mm. along with your sandwich. Because, oh, okay, I can eat that. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> about chicken, have you had the chicken from Costco yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Any, any, any like, good response about the chicken? I thought it was, I thought it was big, heaps of it, but it was dry. Dry? Mm. Yeah. What about you? I but haven't I haven't bought the whole chicken cooked chicken from there, yeah. but I bought the side food. This is oh, the yeah. um, some kind of Mexican looking thing, and I fr- man, it was the shit. We fried it on the frying pan. It's like chicken and something else with it. It's like a mi- Mexican dish, and you have the sour cream and oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah I've seen that yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we pan fried that shit. It was yum. When I say dry, it's only dry compared to the pack and save one. Oh, pack and save is man. Juicy man, Mike, yeah, bro. If there's one thing that I see, man, this is like a good thing for Indiata Club. There's one thing that I see is the amount of people that complain about Costco's chicken being pink. Yeah, bro, that too. Well, that's the thing, right? Like they say that it's from injecting the chicken with like a or some something to give it a different taste, right? Wait, is it ribena? <laughs> well, it makes you wonder, right? It's like plum, oh, plum juice. <laughs> or was it like someone injecting their own specimens inside the chicken to make it look big like that? But my point is like so many people have complained about the chicken being pink, right? And I've I remember I got some chicken from my auntie's funeral and they sent you like a generic message of why they cooked their chicken like that. For a place like that, I would have thought like fuck, if you get the same complaint like out of a hundred, ninety-nine times you're gonna get it's pink, it's red, it's red on the bone. If you come up with the same complaint, right? And their answer is to just reply to them like this, like it's a generic email saying, "Okay, this is what we do with our chicken. We cook them at that." So all they're doing is explaining their process of how they cook their chicken. But not once has ever has anyone ever tried to take it to council, right? Say for example, council came in and saw their chicken and they said, "Okay, we've got two chickens." This is one that Cam's bought to us, all right? Let's go grab one off the rack right now. Like, I'm talking about the council inspectors. Yeah. Grab a chicken, pull it off the rack, and swab it. Why hasn't someone thought about fucking swab the chicken? What's the purpose of swabbing the chicken? Because they say if you cook the chicken at a temperature on a rotisserie, it doesn't matter what the chicken looks like, as long as it's hit that temperature to kill all the bacteria. Mm. But no one has ever once run council to go up there, fucking swab the chicken, and send it away to check if the chicken's cooked. So I've seen a friend today, like, or yesterday, and I finally put a topic down that actually made sense where I felt like, fuck, no one, everyone's saying the same shit, but no one's actually brought up a point like, what if the chicken in the middle or whatever they're injecting is too cold? Now that's a different sort of like, if the, if the chicken's coming at room temperature and you inject something that's colder, it's not going to cook, right? Because it's not going to be the same temperature as the chicken. Yeah. So it's going to leave that pink line inside the middle of the chicken. And I get a lot of like like laughing emojis in my comment. Yeah. But it makes sense that that's probably why the chicken's not cooked through. Because they might be injecting the chicken with whatever sauces. But the sauce might be a little bit colder than the actual chicken. Chicken. So when they're going to cook it and it's been red street, it's not actually hurting those spots. But I was like, why hasn't council been notified <laughs> that Costco is serving this chicken that's a bit borderline, could be raw. Hmm. It's funny, like everyone just goes and Googles the answer like, oh, nah, yeah, it's temperature, it's not the colour. I'm like, if it's blood, blood is blood. Like, fuck, you're mm. not gonna eat it. Even if, even if after they cook the chicken, they should be putting them in like little oven bags to carry yeah, on the cooking. Yeah. They've only just started putting them in oven bags, which oh. is funny. Oh, 
Yeah, one so day, oh, they're in the plastic. They're in the plastic yeah. containers. Yeah, and like to me, it's like that's. Oh, still under the heater, what? Yeah, it's still under the heater, but I was like, they, they should be in the bag, like an oven bag. Yeah, type an oven thing. bag mm. type will keep it nice and moist and, and keep it clean and it's keep it cooking. And so they've done that now. They've only just started doing that, oh. which is like someone must be the got free with said <laughs> the chicken is raw, man. Like, but it just surprises me. It's like, fuck, if everyone like a big business, right? You got the same complaints, man. It's the same all the time. Like, like why hasn't someone? For like, have they actually got swabs and gone and checked that these parts of the chicken are cooked? It's probably probably someone in the higher up saying, "Oh, now we're all good, bro. Just have a quick look around." Yeah. <laughs> it's probably everyone complaining they didn't already ate the whole chicken. Yeah. Like, after they like, why you still eat it? Because like, well, I remember when I did my hygiene certificate like years ago, and the lady said, "Okay, if here's an example of what cross contamination within a cooked product." Okay, just an example. She goes, "Okay, you cook chicken. Okay, salmonella." Popcorn is a good example, right? But if you had chicken and it was frozen in the middle and it's cooked, the outside's cooked, but the middle's Inside, not cooked. Yeah. The middle, once it's thawed out, has now contaminated the outside because it's thawing itself out, which makes sense, right? So mm. in my head, it's like, so if Costco inject their chickens, isn't that what they're doing? But they, all they're doing is registering, so it's not cooking all the way through. That means the middle's contaminating now. But it's like, so that's why you've got the pink stripe inside the yeah, chicken. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, thorin. So it would be the thorin. And like, yeah. bro, no one gets it, eh? But I'm like, but isn't that like, how, what's another reason why it would be like that? And then people say, it's the temperature. I'm like, no, 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 don't come up with this temperature because pink is pink, man. To be honest, I bought it once and never noticed any pink stuff. Yeah. I chucked mine for an extra six minutes inside the air fryer. Oh. Fucking the chicken shrunk, bro. Hey. Fucking <laughs> shrunk. Shrunk like the two moisture. inches. Or the moisture. Oh, I shrunk two inches or so. I was like, damn, that wing was like a fucking fire. And now it looks like a fucking drumstick wing. Like, you know, like the chicken nibbles wing. Damn. Oh, man. They must have popped it up with moisture and then now you yeah, sucked it off. Yeah, it's fucking full of moisture, bro. Like, bro, I was like, what the fuck? Look how small the chicken's gone. That's what I noticed about um, the packet save or the packet save uh, meat in that. Oh, no, they're not too bad, actually. I think Mr. Meat's meat. Yeah. It's like pumped full of uh, water. Water, yeah. But my dad still buys her rump steaks, man. Oh, from and right I there. Ha- hate that. I hate that chewing gum steak, bro. Mm. I hate it. No, there's no fat in uh, rump. Yeah, I know. It's just oh, man. chewing gum. When you, go to, when you go to Woolworths, you got to buy the stuff that's fucking air sealed, right? You got to get that stuff, man. It's like $12 maybe for two, <laughs> right? But mm. when you cook it, mate, it's like... like Damn. You can see all the fat, hey, all that chow just fucking sitting at the top once you cook one side, man. That, that's <laughs> for special occasions, eh? Like, you know, I was like, what do you want for breakfast? She's like, I don't know, what do you reckon? Like, do you want a steak? She's like, for when we cook the steaks, I cooked the steaks for the Manu game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, what are you having a steak for? She's like, oh, it's my birthday, man. <laughs> but I cooked that, but I just, I marinated it in just garlic and soy sauce, like just a little bit, but had it marinating for about 30 minutes. Chucked it on the frying pan, bro. Once it sizzled, had it going for about a good eight minutes. Flipped it, two minutes, served it to her, right? And it was like pretty much pink in the middle. But she was like, fuck, that is so yum, dad. I was like, yeah, I fluked that one, but I can't remember how I cooked that one. The other time. <laughs> high heat, mate, high heat. Yeah, and high heat. Just fucking let this motherfucker burn. Because <laughs> I cooked it on an electric frying pan. Mm. You know, it gets to that temperature, then it drops off. Yeah, I hate that. So I think the minute is like six, and I was like, oh shit, it turned off because I saw the light. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned off. I was like, oh fuck. I hate that because yeah. that's the same thing my dad's one does. What? Like you're heating and you, and you get you got a good frame going on, and yeah. then it turns itself off. It turns itself off. But it gets too hot. So I was like, shit, I wish I had a, ga- a gas oven. Yeah. So, uh, we had lazy. one in, we had one in Rar, and uh, man, we were cooking steaks galore over there. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 
but I think I'll do that for our AOTC um, lunch here. <laughs> yeah, man, get the, seal, get the seal steaks. Shit, the aged stuff. Get a tea, some tea bones maybe, and that will definitely put us in the sleep coma. Fuck. Hmm, sounds like a plan. Yeah, bro. Definitely. We. All right. I mean, let's. What you get up to? <laughs> I gotta try to remember it, eh? But it was that good. <laughs> I mean, it's been a struggle trying to sleep in. Um, I've been told my, by my mother-in-law, because she's retired, she said, nah, it'll take you more than a couple of weeks to get used to, like, wake, sleeping in. Because I'm still getting up at, like, 5, 6 o'clock. I think the latest I've ever woken up was probably, like, 10. But that was after going to sleep at, like, 4 in the morning. Um, yeah, yeah, just when I think I got the energy or, like, Try and get outside, like try and do some housework or some stuff around the house. The sun's not on my side, eh? Like, cut my hair off. I was like, man, the sun's eating me alive. You sit back inside and just fall asleep. But then, um, yeah, when my mate Tyndall came out west and we shared a pretty deep conversation, and I said to him, bro, fuck, if you want to be alive, man, we need to lose weight. It was just funny, eh? Like, God's timing, man. He come over, Mickey come over. We just said, bro, we need to start training, bro. Like, this, this is wrong too young to bury each other so we made a pack like okay starting this week coming sunday or saturday we're gonna meet up once a week babe, but we need to put in the work and we'll keep each other accountable like you know we need to suffer together to sort of realize like bro we need to literally do something about it man like and now it's been good like it's been hard like i um yeah we didn't tested the waters at uh, Westside Fitness, man. Mm. <laughs> got my ass kicked, eh? Sure, <laughs> Shout out to Etuale, man. So Etuale came over and said, so let listen to you guys. So shout out to you, fuck. <laughs> but yeah, the man was walking around in his gold t-shirt, eh? And I was like, damn. But it was funny because me, uh, me and my mate, uh, my mate Mickey, we walked straight into the the bar on the rack with the deadlock, the, the squat rack. And knowing my bro, Mike, bro, fuck, you know, he's a bit of a flexor, eh? Flexing the... BFT and um, Westside Fitness Day, he was like, Docs chucked out a 10. I'm like, fuck, that's 100 kg. He's already on the bar. <laughs> but, yeah, so they expected us to do like four squats. Fuck, bro, Mike could feel my quads tightening up, eh? And he's like, it's all good, Docs. Fuck, you got him, man. We start on 100. And then, so the rep went 7, or oh, 7, 6, 4, or oh, 7, 6, 5, 4. Mm. But the weight increased by 10%. Yeah, yeah. So if we started on 100, we ended up fucking, we we up with fucking like, like 160 on yeah. there. And I'm like, going, bro, these guys come here, doc. So this is my first visit. <laughs> but I didn't want to fuck a ma. I say, you know, you don't want to fuck a ma, the lady standing next to us. But in my head, I'm all good. Like, I'll just do one. He's like, fuck it for four. I'm like, oi. Shanna. But you know, the standing's been on the FT bars. I'm like, fuck it. So I did my fucking four, bro. And when I got up, I fucked. I can feel my heavy's got to be sore for the next week. Mm. But now it's good, man, because I think I needed that, eh? Like, I needed that, like, fucking just do it, man. Shut the fuck up and just do it. Because, bro, I've been talking about it for so long. And now that I've chucked my job and it's like, bro, enough of, enough of the fucking excuses. You have to be careful, too, because you got to train smart as well. Yeah, well, that's it, eh? Like, I realized, like, man. Because injuries. <laughs> injuries, injuries, bro. Well, that's it, bro. I was like, bro, I, I knew better. Like, you know, the brace was going, oh, how was the gym? I was like, bro, I knew better. I shouldn't have fucking. But lucky I stood firm, like, when we were trying to do the snatches. Because I was like, bro, that's a massive movement. And that's full body. Yeah. You know, you got to warm up, warm up. Like, you can't. there's no way you can get into lifting whatever they expect you to lift at a certain rep. Yeah. Cold. I would, if I was you, I would just do the bar. 
Fuck the waitress. Let's do the, the bar. And the, the, the people, <laughs> the girls, okay, the, the, all the people with the bad form were telling me to put the weights on. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't worry about me, lady. You do you. I do me. I need to be able to wipe my ass after this. Fuck it. Don't worry about me. But there was a lot of bad form, but they already had weights on. So I was like, nah. Yeah. I was like, Adam and nah, fuck, bro. The bar's moving, but fuck it. To get from the hips to the to the chest, bro, your wrists have to come all the way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right doing it with no bar, but once you got the weight on, fucking. It's a and eventually, story. bro, I was like, <laughs> one go. My form was pretty good, you know, because I knew, nah, I need to be warm, bro, because I was still cold. But then, man, when I left there, bro, I literally had Janet Jackson's ass walking out to <laughs> the gym. Eh? Shout out to all the people who were inspiring me, man. Like, seeing a whole lot of mums in there, you know, that to me was powerful. But then seeing one of the girls' dads, he was in there. He must be in his 60s, man. Damn. To me, it was like, fuck, that's powerful. He didn't need to say anything. But he just looked across at me and was laughing. He goes, I've already got the fines. I'm like, just being, him being there is fucking enough for me to go, fuck, what's my excuse, you know? So it was nah, it's good that Mickey's been pushing me, like, and I said to him, fuck, my lord, fuck, you know? He goes, bro, you were doing this to me when we had this conversation eight years ago. Like, fuck, I was the one sort of saying, fuck, let's go, man, you know? Who cares if you just finished work? Fuck, let's go, you know? So now that I don't have a job, I'm just, he's been like, oh, yeah, so what do you, what do, you do today? I'm like, damn, man. It's like the, the PAA, the, <laughs> but nah, I give it out to him, man, because he's doing really well for his um, weight loss journey, so first time in a long time we're on an even playing field, so we're pretty much all, we, well, the first time in my life I'm actually heavier than my bro, Damn. So even my bro over the shore, like we're sitting at like the 155 mark. Oh man, I wish I was that yeah. weight again. So, yeah, <laughs> the big conversation we were talking with my mate Tinder was like, bro, this time, eight years ago, we were saying we need to get to 100 and win the 130s. Now we're fucking almost 40 and we're saying to each other, fuck, we were saying at 150, we need to get to the 130. He bro, that's fucking wrong. Like, we need to do something. And I was like, I know. But nah, I'm glad that he came all the way out from the shore to say, like, bro, let's do this. Like, you know, we need to, we need to live, man. So, yeah, shout out to Westside Fitness, man. Like, I apologize if, like, I was making a lot of noise saying Ave's name and stuff. But hey, <laughs> that, I got to do, I got to rap my bro. And the next time I'll be there... I'll be ripping my bro again, <coughs> but just to just to test the waters and see where I'm at fitness wise, mm. makes me want to go train and condition just to go in there and be able to smash that same class. Yeah, because I remember back in my time when I used to train and the injuries, because mm. I was too too much showing off. I, I don't know why, but I don't know why I was doing it. Why were you showing off? Who was the, I don't know. Who was the was, girls then? There was having, that's the thing. There was no girls. <laughs> there was no girls there. But I, I just, I don't know, it was just like Mission Impossible to me. Mm. And I was Ethan Hunt. <laughs> and I needed to crack the mission. But there was one time I, I did squats so bad, I passed out and the guys had to drag me back to my car. Oh, I yeah. didn't even know any of these guys. Yeah. It was that bad. So I was like, fuck. But yeah, yeah. But do, man, you, do you at your pace, bro? Yeah, bro. Hard. I learned that, I learned that lesson, bro. And I knew straight away. I was like, bro, I should have warmed up myself, man. Like, not. Being enticed by everyone. Grab mm. the 20s. Shot in there. Grab the 20s. I'm like, fuck. Are you the trainer? Are you the trainer? Are you? Uh, leave me alone, man. The best personal trainer is your body, bro. I'll tell yeah. you. I'll tell you. When I was there, I was always doing the the boxing class. But then oh, when man. I was doing the um the fitness class, I forgot what the name of it. But man, the my first time there, I felt intimidated, man. Like I needed to do the the um, hard out ones Like the bigger weights And that Because everyone else was But you know You can't man If you're a starter You have to think about Injuries and that mm. You just have to Block all that shit out man Like 
I don't know if it's pride or anything like that, but it probably is. But you just just can't, man. You can't afford to think about. Well, unfortunately for myself, my <laughs> mate was he was in the zone, like, was like on the vibe. He was like, chapter twenty. So. Yeah, that's, that's a thing that's too. That's a 160k chase, mate. When you're like in, in the vibe and you're like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I want more. Give me more. Next minute. Even doing the double of lights, like I was doing the two point, the 12.5s. Apparently what SS meet was slow, slow, steady, right? It, they're like the two, the 12.5s, they're nothing to me. But I started doing them like this. And mm. doing that as one. I did that as one. And then someone, one of the ladies walks past and she has... Is that all? I'm like, <laughs> so I said that. So I the three of those. I the three of those. Bro, my chest is burning, eh? My brain, me, you had to go get that 25. Like, Shut up. What do you get that 25 for? See, and you know, comments like that don't help, man. Don't help when you're man. trying to start out, man. <laughs> like, we don't need that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, okay, we get it. You've been here every day for the last yeah. fucking six months. I, I just came today, man. <laughs> just give me a break, man. Shit, I would hate someone. What, what, what I'm gonna say is like, man, then how come me and me with anyone's living the 160 <laughs> in the fucking corner? Like, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Miss Well, Amazon, Amazon, are we? Miss Amazon, are we? <laughs> Damn, but another vibe is crack up in there. I love it. Eh? Like the energy is good, but to me, it's like, man, it's all about form and control, man. <laughs> yeah, the rude awakening eh? The body's sore bro Three days later Fuck still sore Or well, two days later Still sore man I'm proud of you Doing that It's part of man Had to go represent For ours Because it's not part of We said anymore So <laughs> Yeah Hard up uh, Hopefully Hopefully he joins up With a gym over there Because I Man I, I remember going to the gym there When I went for my Melbourne holiday Fuck it's It's easy they got everything, all the equipment and all the stuff that you need in the yeah. gym. So it's like, wow. You could live at the gyms in Aussie. Mm. They set up so good. They have, they even have like, on busy days, they have, you know, a barista there to make you coffee and shit. So mm. they got everything. I guess it's a good um, lifestyle way to go, to be regular at the gym. Like, you know, if you go to the gym with classes or just go to the gym by yourself. But if you're regular, because you know what they say, is all healthy and shit. Like, you eat healthy, exercise yeah. every day. You know, you better be like living to your 80 or 90, man. Hey, it's trade off, man. People that go hard out to the gym, you know. Well, I went for a walk at the trusses today and I saw these two mums, man. They had a prime, right? The track's closed. Shout out to the Ufa who said, The track is closed. <laughs> Fuck you, old can I pay water rate, motherfucker? I was walking, but I did a, a lap around the outside. And bro, my legs are that sore. I was like, damn, this is hard. Like, you know? So I had to tie my shoelace. I was like, fuck, man. I'll be finding it hard to tie my shoelace because I'm sore. I ended up going right around the track once that a long stretch. Then I went around the whole, like, the outside of the fields. It was about 1.8 Ks. But I saw these two ladies, right, running up and down the stairs. Right, I was thinking to myself, bro, these ladies are fit, man. Because while the other one was doing a run all the way up to the top, the other one was doing burpees and sit ups, man. Oh my gosh. And I was thinking to myself, bro, that lady's legs are muscly as they. But it was pretty pretty moving, like seeing her, like. You know? <laughs> it's like, man, what's our excuse now, man? I didn't even have a job when these two moms are here. But yeah, I think there's a sign in, like, if the old man and the two ladies are here training, I don't have an excuse to not do anything if I'm not working, you know? Mm. So, yeah, it's been a good man. Good wake up call, eh? Yeah, because I'm finding that I'm getting tired of more, you know, at what, almost being 45 now. Like, I get tired real easily just by, 
I know, I know by one of the sessions we finished here, I, I decided to do walking backwards because I heard it was good for you, you know for your knees. <laughs> by the time I got on the top of the driveway up here, fuck my legs were sore, man. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. So I kept on trying it over and over again every time we did a session, and it was slowly getting stronger and stronger. So I was like, oh, true. It does help. So I got a bit of range with my knees a little bit. So I was like, damn, just too heavy. <laughs> well, speaking of the, the Usuave, like, we got a chance to hang out with him this weekend now. I yeah. picked him up on uh, Sunday. He was um, last day at his house, eh? Yeah. Last day at his house. Had his little bags packed. I think he wanted the ride to his mum's. That's why he called me. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, because he sold his car. He <laughs> sold his car. He didn't um, think about the, the trip from the house to his friend's house. How do you eat? was all good. I picked up Eric and we went, picked him up. And we went for a beer at uh, uh, Good Brothers, eh? Yeah. Good. Oh, before that, we went to see stocks and uh, eyes at the, at the cemetery. Yeah. Say last goodbye. He wanted to say last goodbyes. Then, uh, yeah, we went for a beer and then dropped him off at home, eh? Yeah. As mum's, and that was our last, our last farewell for me. Oh, well, we had a farewell for him the week, weekend before the podcast, and <laughs> went to the West Side Fitness uh, interview party, eh? Yeah. The, uh, what was it called? That place down in, the Henderson, Henderson? The Brown or something, or that restaurant, eh? Next, yeah. Where the old, the old legends used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Cook Brothers the was it Cook Brothers or something? Yeah, the restaurant. I've, I've been in there a few times. Eh, they do nice ribs. Eh, oh mm. true, nice ribs. Yeah, they they suck at making gin and tonics. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I just think to be a man. Yeah, <laughs> we get disappointed at some places when you want to drink gin and tonic. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, nah, they suck at that. Yeah, nah, and then yeah, just did that, then. Sunday Oh that was us on Sunday Just saying goodbye to us Yeah Then just came home And just relax mm. Work Monday And And the shit goes downhill Yep It goes downhill Alright Alright boys uh, We're getting to our topics So I don't know if we've got topics, but um, I know that um, in politics, New Zealand politics, I heard that um, they haven't uh, figured out who the government is yet, still. Sure. And it's been past 28 days, so the rule is, if you haven't got a government within 28 days, then the old Prime Minister is going to have to be sworn in and be the Prime Minister until they sort out the um, the government. Because you can't have um, no Prime Minister... Um, <laughs> you kind of have no one leading the the country when you haven't sorted out what the the parliament is. So. But that's all on the back of the overseas votes, eh? Yeah, so Man. they came in. The overseas votes came in and then um, showed that ACT and National can't govern on their own. They needed uh, Winston Peters. So Winston, Winston Peters gets in, he's the kingmaker again. Yeah. So they got to make some deals and see what's going to happen. And yeah. while they're having these meetings, it's taking longer than... What, what expected? Um, it's gone past the twenty-eight days, so uh, we need a prime minister. So, so Chris is back in. So Chris is back in. He got sworn in on Saturday, one p.m. Wow. Sworn in as pri- uh, caretaker prime minister until um, na- national act, and he's the first get the act together. That's the first time ever, really. 
For us to have, yeah, yeah well, that I know of, yeah. Wow, great. But I mean, it's good. It's a good thing, though. It's a good thing. We don't want a racist old bald head motherfucker <laughs> like that piece of shit <laughs> fucking telling us what we can do and not do in our fucking country, man. Fuck him. He might know finances, man, but as in terms of like, like the thing you can't discredit Chris Hipkins about is like when you see him out in the public. I think a lot of the Labour MPs and the local lecturers, they're people people. Like if if you if you're with your wife and kids and then you hey yell out to one of the MPs, but they'll stop and listen, you know. Can you imagine a patch member yelling out to Chris Hipkins to stop? He probably wouldn't stop. He'd fucking run. He would run. But you see that out in South Auckland, like you know, a lot of MPs would stop. Talk to these patch members. Mm. That's the norms. To a national government, that's not the norms. That's a fucking run. That's fear. Because of all the shit they try to bring in, you know? So it's pretty cool that the overseas votes has managed to control that part of the who we're going to elect them to run the country. Who did you vote for during the election? Right, straight up, I voted the Labour, man. I, uh. you know, I saw, because it's like, bro, we fucking, we've made it this far with a Labour government, right? None of those... PI ministers and all the rest of the grants and all the other shit wouldn't have happened under a national government. And that's just that's just a sad fact. Mm. And the living wage, the minimum wage wouldn't have increased had national gone in. The expansion of fucking the sick leave wouldn't have happened. I mean, and that's all stuff that people... And then look at the long the labor weekend. Like, why, if it's a labor weekend, we were kind of work 40 hours... And why are these national government people who voted national celebrating that holiday that Labour put out? They shouldn't be, you know? Oh, that's just my five cents. It just feels wrong, bro. Every time a hard-working Kiwi fucking makes, a, makes an hour for his family and earns a, a certain amount for his family, these crooks in that, in that building fucking tax you. And we get taxed on so many fucking things, it's ridiculous. We pay double tax on so many things. All your hard-working money has been taxed so many times. With they don't even freaking, they didn't. They ain't even part of their process. They just want to collect our money. That's all they want to do, and then tell us how to, how we should use it or vote to have it used. Shit. I'm very grateful day. that Labour, when they're in, in government, put through a new holiday for us um, to celebrate for the year. Matariki. The Matariki yeah, holiday. That, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That was really good. And the ten day um sick leave. Yeah. From from five days sick leave. Um I did not vote for them. I did not vote for national either. But uh appreciate those their holiday and the five days yeah. <laughs> five extra days sick leave. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, hey, that whatever happened in lockdown and all the stuff that just sent the end, bro, people weren't gonna forget it. You know, there was always gonna be the flip side of it. But where the national even make any changes to what labels no, done? I'm still saying it's fucking still the same, man. Mm. I just, I don't know. I'm just sad for labor because eh? I know labor's got our backs, but that was back in the fucking nineties, man, or fucking when David Longy was there. Back like, I, don't, in I don't think, and probably Helen Clark's first two years. But I don't think labor's been the same labor they've been for us as a people, you know. Mm. And, uh, I think because our parents vote for them all the time it's like yeah cause that was the norm that's the norm because that's the old labour because that's what they used to but you now our parents are retired or you know old and they're not they're not like us like we're in we're working we're we're, we're in there we're in the world you know doing the shit and mm. 
And Pacific Islanders are starting their own businesses now, you know? Yeah. We're not working anymore. We're starting the kids, uh, the next generation have started businesses, trying to grow the business, you know? And a lot of that's happening. People are going on their own, quitting their jobs and going on their own, start something up for themselves. And, you know, when that happens, you're not the working man anymore. You're a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, you tend to look at the policies, which party comes out with policies that will suit your situation. Yeah. You know? Um, but yeah, so I think that's where the, the change comes from. So hopefully people vote accordingly, not just like Avian votes for the 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 cannabis party. <laughs> <laughs> legalized, legalized cannabis party. Shit. <laughs> it was funny there was no questions about that eh? no referendum eh? like when I was going to vote it was just a party vote and that was it and the local electric was like oh wow <laughs> that, that party's been there for ages eh? every trying to get in man trying to get in you know they almost remember that guy off the dreadlocks yeah, for the yeah. green party yeah. yeah he tried to legal, legalize it eh? yeah he then me. he didn't backtrack then he backtracked like, hey. yeah <laughs> that's it eh? fuck someone should have told him Actually get a gun and shoot it and then see who you're aiming it at and see what happens, eh? Because then he's like, oh, no. Nah. It's all right. <laughs> but I want to ask you guys, uh, let's talk about, um, okay, when National finally gets in, right? And Christopher Luxon becomes the Prime Minister eventually. <clears throat> like, we know what his policies are. You know, the main one is crime. But the biggest one is what he's going to do about the gangs. Now, if you guys watch the 1-4 documentary and see how New South Wales police treated uh, the 1-4 and the Islanders down in uh, Mount Druid and the, that, you know, how they harassed them. Even the families too, bro. The families and they put all their resources onto these these drill rappers, you know, like, is this the blueprint that Luxon sees that New Zealand police should be here on the gangs? Because he's pretty... You heard the, what the policies are. They, they're not allowed to wear tattoos on their face. They have to cover up by foundation or whatever. They can't wear their their patches at all. Um, how are they going to police that? Is there going to be a war on gangs? And what's that going? What is that going to look like? Are they are they going to treat them like terrorists? Though they want they want to treat them like is terrorists. That they, right? Is that how they want to? Well, that's how their... that's how New South Wales. Do it there. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much treat the gang members like terrorists. Like, if you see those cops over there, they, they're full on army gears, eh? Yeah, that's, they, they like got um, body armor galore. And they got masks so and they, they can't see their face. Yeah, but, but New South Wales police have a mentality like, fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm your superior, get down on your fucking knees. Yeah, like, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's exactly straight, what they were giving off. Yeah, that's how they are. Yeah. But that's what I'm asking is this what Christopher Luxon sees? Is he looking over there and go, oh, yeah, we should do that too? <laughs> if he implements something like that man I tell you he would have a hit on him <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if fucking every bounty hunters out there fucking putting their name up putting their hand up to get it, bro I'll do it <laughs> and it wouldn't be for a bounty it would be fucking I'll do it for free <laughs> I hope it doesn't end, it doesn't end up like that because it can be there'll be some serious implications but I think he's out of touch with the community eh? I think Winston Peters even said it man he's like bro this guy's out of touch Mm. He's like living in a dream Like he lives in a dream Like you know They need a different approach with the gangster Because it is getting out of hand Yeah Well it was uh, just a re reaction to all the, 
the Ram Raids and all that kind of stuff. All, like, those, um, we talked about that before on MTR. Yeah. The, uh, the shopkeeper got killed, got stabbed that time. You know, and I think that that throws fuel on the fire. And, and you know, at the time, that's the main point of action national had to attack uh, labor yeah so that's what they that's what they wanted man what are you guys doing see we're gonna do yeah. do, do better we're gonna stop crime we're gonna slow down crime and all that and you know it's on the news and the public are scared yeah you know even during the even during the floods like um like my our experience with the raids in runway like we we were seeing kids uh on bikes and they surveilling the area and then in the middle of the night you'll be hearing people Flashlights in the abandoned houses, and they're just going through shit. So yeah, it made us paranoid about the red rates. But that's what I mean, man. See, the news doesn't help. The news will just report on the bad stuff. Yeah, make, make people scared. If you ask anyone that voted for national, what the main reason for voting for them, the answer is going to be the the crime thing. Yeah, and that was like me. That's, that's, that's everybody, me. everybody, and that's how much they push that um, agenda on everyone. Mm. You know. Like, oh, there's a crime happened. Let's blow it up on the TV. Oh, yeah. someone got stabbed. Let's blow it up on the TV. Let's make everyone scared. Yeah, we need to crack down on crime because they weren't doing shit. And then, you know, everyone just, oh, yeah. You know, that's why you paint a picture. People will look at it. And, oh, yeah, it must be like that. I'm scared, you know. Um, but you're you're nice and safe and cozy in your, sub- <laughs> in your <laughs> suburban uh, St. Helios, you know. <laughs> shit. Not even in the in the one three five. <laughs> so there's that. That's the main one, and then the other change would be the um, public service was just the one um, sort of iffy only, or the like the transport and stuff. How they're gonna cut a lot of public service? Oh yes, 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 to yeah. save money. Like they they say that like the, all these public services are, are wasting money. There's no results, so mm. we're gonna get rid of them. Which is a fair point, but fair point, but I mean, like, remember our government, um, Labour said they were gonna put all that money into mental health. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. that could be just another ploy. We'll get rid of all these public services. They'll just be spending that same money that it's not even there into something else, you know? Yeah. Uh. I can tell you, man. Savage of the week, bro. It's been pretty good, man. It's been pretty lit. Pretty lit, man. Like, um, so this is what I'm doing with my spare time, man. I'm like looking through Instagram, and it's just obviously <coughs> the algorithms showing me the right places to look, man. So there's probably like I'm gonna pick five, and I'm gonna t- ask you guys to tell me if this is savage. But I'll play a bit of the audio, and then you tell me if it's savage. And if it's savage, I'm gonna say, see, I always figured it was savage. Eh? Then it means that I'm not cold-hearted, is what people may think I am with my foul mouth. But this one was from a while ago, and I'm thinking, I don't think there's a top-up. So this one, a guy's trying to grab a bit of cereal out of the cupboard, and his mum's standing at the sink. As he pulls the cereal down, he knocks the cereal into his mum's head. And his mum's like, boy. But I'll just play, if I can play a snippet of it. This is her reaction to him doing it.
Like it takes its time And then he hits to grab another Another butt Or cereal or something And he hits his mom in the head And She's like Mary <laughs> When I saw that I thought to myself Man this is my mom right there <laughs> Bro if you not test me My mom would say that Do not test me <laughs> I, will, I will make you kiss the floor <laughs> Man my mom would say that I would be already kissing the floor <laughs> But I saw that And I was like Man this, there's, there hasn't been one To challenge that So I was like Bro I gotta put, you know, I gotta build it up I gotta build the list up A bit more eh? Like you know, I was thinking Then I've been browsing um Insta mm. And then I found this old man. He was watching. This is after the tour. Like, this must be like 20 minutes into the second <coughs> half. And there's a guy. He's watching the tour game. And he's mad at the game. Tour versus Kiwi. Oh, yeah. This poor Simon man is watching it. Look like he's in the village, eh? He's so filthy at the Kiwis getting smashing the, the, the tour guys. He's like, shh, turn it off. <laughs> Where's my brain? Where's the power? Where's my time? And you Yo, can tell it's Samoa because of the um the window. The window, yes. I thought it was the, the wallpaper for me, yeah. <laughs> the green. The green. So that's number two. Funny, the wallpaper's green. Your is the well. pale green. Shit. <laughs> Number three, so there's a couple driving in the car and he thinks he'd be funny and prank his wife and he puts a spider up in the sun visor and she pulls the sun visor down. Mm. Very what follows next is like horror, eh? Like and I thought to myself, Fuck, that's sad, eh? <laughs> sad that his wife would be that like upset from seeing the spider. And he thought it was funny because he's recording it. <laughs> but it's what happens next with like so she's obviously screaming like murder, like screaming murder, like even if you, everyone's got to hear screaming murder once in their life, bro. But how she reacts is crazy, man. So this is this is her reaction. So here's a oh right. She's if you imagine she's sitting in the front seat, the spider falls on her lap. She then gaps it, tries to run. She's not gonna run past him. She actually jumps between. The front seat and the back seat. When she's screaming, she might have a little bit of an accident. She shits herself, man. But he's recording <laughs> it. So that's him going, hey, hey, like. Looking at the. Yeah. And he's recorded it. I don't know what's more savage. The fact that he's like pointing to her and making fun of her, like, hey, hey, like you killed yourself. Or the fact that he posted it. Come oh, on. What the fuck is wrong with some people, man? So I think that's got to be number three. And this one, so he's a little boy, innocent little boy. He's reached down to his pants, and he's like having a good scratch. And then he must show his papa, like his grandpa, right? And he's gone like this. He's gone like this. And his papa's like, oh, obviously, papa's always like, oh, kiss your hand. What happened? Like a boo boo. When he realized it's not, it's not a sore or anything, and it's not food. Fuck. Well, for his days, he's like, oh, nah. <laughs> I think he was like, what's that? Commit suicide right there and then, eh? It was shit, eh? It was shit, man. He had <laughs> shit on his head. And he's like, like this. Papa's gone over to go, oh. Like, oh. <laughs> nah, I saw it. I thought he uh, actually put it in his mouth. Because I thought he thought it was chocolate. Yeah, I think so, eh? <laughs> he's telling them, here's some chocolate. 
But he's not even gone. He's even did the have a look at this. Oh, oh no. Then he looks at the camera. camera. He looks at the camera. Fuck that. And the last, I think that was the last, that was the last one. So tell me which one you think is the savage. I'll give it to the um, kid. With the shit. The kid of the shit, yeah. Fuck yeah, bro. <laughs> the kid of the shit. The kid with the shit. Okay, and there's one more. So there's one more. So this one here. Yeah. Have you ever caught your fart and captured it in your hand? Oh. Have you ever tried it? No. So this one Is guy, that possible? This one guy, he's gone, stood behind the TV, done a wet, filthy fart and caught it in a bag. And then he's walked over to his, well, it must be his brother-in-law or his brother and go, look, you're like helium. <laughs> Bro, oh, oh, oh. His brother's taking a good whip and he's showing up. He fucking can't <laughs> I swear, man. People that post this shit, eh? That was in there. Like. Oh, man. Oh, They have the heart to post that, dude, man. I think that they might have taken it from the, the kid with the shit. <laughs> But man, why do people do this stuff, eh? Just to get likes, bro. Everybody's after those likes. I, f- I mean, I got, man, I got to say, that guy who posted his wife doing her accident over the spider, bro, like, that oh. was, that to me is savage, bro. Yeah, I can't, I can't, imbe- I, like, you know, there's some things I can't, like, if, like, when I was doing the editing and I was doing, the, uh, I think I was telling Cameron, uh, I had to re-edit one of the videos because I didn't realize Karen was doing something while you while you guys were sitting up, and I was like, "Oh shit, maybe I should uh, edit that out of the final cut because if it goes online, oh, everybody yeah. will see what's going on." So I had to. So I was like, "Nah, I can't be one of those people that post shit like that. <laughs> it's just it's wrong. <laughs> I feel it's wrong." Okay, guys, I just want to touch on something. Don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, but. Man, all the sports are finished, man. You know, I was thinking of cancelling my sky because no point. I think that's a good call. You know, sure. save some money. Since you're saying that you've been on a budget <laughs> and like you're using up to a certain amount, if you don't, you know, you accumulate, bro, right. get rid of the stuff that you don't watch, bro. Yeah. yeah. And just do the movies. And because it's summer, right? It might be the time to be like, okay, Mark, if I walk here, do you want to meet me up at the bar? We can watch a game. <laughs> hey, then we can watch the game. But then what about the football? Is the football finished? Because the basketball is still going. That's the thing. That's a cool thing. Because TVNZ has got football. Oh, wow. On TVNZ Plus. You can watch NFL on there now. Hey. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, but there I, you go. And I'm, I'm going to house with my mate at work on the NBA um, League Pass. So I've got that on my app to watch all the NBA games on there. So, yeah, man. The, the rugby's finished. Um, the league's finished. So no point in having Sky. I know the, the, the cricket's on. I think... Um, we're in New Zealand's in the semis against India tomorrow. It's do or die. Um, India hasn't. I think they're undefeated or they lost one. I don't know, but India looks strong. <clears throat> Be upset, I think, if New Zealand wins. But I think cricket, man, when it comes down to cricket, everyone anyone can win on the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's Australia, South Africa, the other semi. So yeah, man, go to Black Taps tomorrow. Um. Yeah, so, yeah, I'll probably cancel my Sky and uh, wait for Super Rugby to start in February. Put the Sky back on again. But that's good. But it's, it's funny, because eh, I went to cancel, right? And then they said, oh, are you, are you leaving? 
Do you want do you want next um two months for um half price? <laughs> <laughs> they trying to do a New Zealand hero to you. <laughs> trying to do a New Zealand hero to me. What the? And I was like, mm, nah. What about um for February? <laughs> what about February onwards for half price? You should have said, can you can you put me through to the manager? Hi, the manager speaking. Did you say I'm gonna get the whole super rugby for free? <laughs> <laughs> That's what your thing just told me. Yeah, man. Uh, but but good trick, guys. If you wanna like um, cancel anything that you're subscribed to, actually go in and they might give it to you half price. Give it to you half price because. It makes sense because if you're gonna leave something, you're not gonna pay anything, right? Yeah. So you may as well pay something because it's like free money today. You're gonna leave anyway. I, I remember Vodafone did the same thing with um, Joe, uh, Joe when he wanted to downgrade. I think one of his credit plans or something, mm-hmm. and he was gonna go to two degrees, but uh, Vodafone offered a cheaper price for his deal. So mm. same sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, man. So. No, cool. That's us for sports for the rest of the year. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Not that I watch it. Mm. I don't, I, to be honest, I, I never watch sports. But yeah. That means my dad will be moaning all for the rest <laughs> until <laughs> February. All right, boys. Um, Shall we get into food review? Who's got a food review? Yeah, I've got a couple, eh? Man, I feel a little bit bad for plugging, but I am going to say it anyway. So I went to the night market for the first time because my sister-in-law was ever from Melbourne. And um, yeah, she, it made me think to myself, well, I don't have work tomorrow, I got any job, so I might as well just go check out the food down there. And I was sort of like thinking to myself, that is expensive, eh? That is expensive down at the night market, man. $150 I spent probably in less than 10 minutes. What? On yeah, what? Man. We're talking about night markets here. We're not talking in Viaduct restaurants. That's exactly it. Everything's so expensive down there. Shit, everything's expensive. So I figured, okay, the same same kind of from food. From the first hundred that I put out of my pocket, I was like, okay, twenty dollars each. It's my my kids. My son, oh, he's like, he likes these potato things that they roast, and it's like it's like chips, right? It was ten bucks, man. And in my head, I was like, bro, ten bucks ain't gonna get you anything else apart from dumplings along here. You need to get what, like, I think it's like six dollars for twelve or something like that. But walking around, it's like, man. So I, w- I ended up picking out this island barbecue place. And I even tried to do the, um, do you have a card and is there a minimum order if we can't get you for the West West Network Christmas party? That's what I was thinking. And then the plate they had was like a $15 plate. And I was thinking to myself, man, this must be legit. So I didn't bother opening it. And then Kira had a quick look and contaminated it with all the breathing air that was going around her. Contaminated my meal. Put the lid back on. Then I ended up getting some Chinese. But there was a place that the Chinese. I took a photo of the name of the place. Um, but I thought to myself, shit. Value for money, eh, this place? So everything on it was 17 bucks. A base of noodles or rice. And you get four selections. And that was probably the best deal there. But yeah, man, it's pretty pricey down there, eh? What's the name of it? Man, I cannot find the bloody photo. But I thought, man, if anyone goes there, okay, I'm just going to say it like this. If anyone goes there, just look for the prettiest Chinese lady right <laughs> across from the the place that does the the burgers, the $15 burgers, $20 burgers, and the hot the hot potato on the stick. Mm. Yeah, because she looked like she could speak good English, like she was like from Taiwan or something. But yeah, mm. their, their Chinese setup was pretty decent, eh? Like, it looked clean. But yeah, I got a barbecue pork and a satay 
was it? it was chicken, but it was like honey soy chicken, teriyaki chicken, and they had another pork. But it was mint, man. Damn. 17 bucks. Out of five, I'd give it about a three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, three man. and a half. Shit, that's all right. Yeah, I just didn't like the the, the noodles. They were the thick noodles, not uh, the thin noodles. Is it the thick, greasy? Yeah, the thick, greasy noodles. But they weren't greasy. They like, cause she, like, obviously the guy who was cooking behind them was obviously keeping, like, you know, he was sort of mm. like the cook up at um, Super Noodles, keeps the pan nice and dry. Yeah. But oily enough to, you know, to go down nice or anything else that you were trying yeah because this is a super greasy type and it's just just right yeah well the plate in comparison to the barbecue meal when i got home that's what i noticed the difference <laughs> right that chinese plate was dry man that that barbecue plate was ola and they had the chopped suey so they had chopped suey piece of chicken a piece of pork potato salad and a coleslaw and then i bought another drink i bought a drink of it so it came to like 23 dollars and it was supposed to be the otai oh it fails to me it's mm. supposed to be like pineapple or thai, but that's actually some real tongans to make the old thai, man. Like mm. a real tongan, like a tongan born, you know, in the island who doesn't use coconut as their base of what they a real fruit or thai. Like, yeah, I didn't think anyone's doing it correct down at the line, Mark Henderson. I haven't been there much, um, but a couple of times I did go down. I always like the um, the, pl- the place where they have the um, kebab sticks. The oh, yeah. fried ones, yeah, yeah. Is this still there? The yeah, barbecue, yeah, yeah. the barbecue. Cause I always get the, the fuck more ones, man. Mm. Nice, man. I haven't been there in ages. Oh, yeah, it's gone gone, man. I was like, damn. Mm. Shit, it must be that pricey. Well, my kids were trying to go. Oh, no, I'm alright there. I'm like, shut up. Scared, been there, and I had to go give my son Burger King afterwards, you know. But then I didn't eat until my wife got home. She saw it. She was like, oh, I'll have some of the egg for you. That's what she wanted off the Chinese plate. Mm. But yeah, man, it's just pricey, eh? Even the fruit, the fruit and veg down there is expensive. Damn, mm. everywhere, right? Mm. But yeah, if you're looking for a good Chinese meal down at the line market, just look for the pretty Asian fafinga. <laughs> the one who's got real mint English. <clears throat> You'll know, just go ask, hi. If you get a hello, that, keep going. Keep yeah, going to yeah, get a, yeah. hi, how's you? How are you? <laughs> That's her. Did you have another one? Um... Yeah. Man, I forgot what I had, but I, yeah, I did have another one. What were you working with? Nah, I haven't been really eating that much. I think the last place I I had a decent burger was that place up at Galston. Um, the one we were just talking about earlier. The, oh, the lucky G's. Yeah, lucky G's. Yeah. Um. So sorry, the man. This is me and the names of places. So if you go into the West City Food Court, there's a place, a Japanese place that does um sushi. And I say so shout out to my cousin Moy. She shouted me lunch today or breakfast. It was like brunch. So about ten o'clock, we went down to the West City Mall. And so there's the self service Chinese. Then there's the Japanese place. So yeah. not the self service place, but the Japanese place. So mm. my cousin was like, "Do you have you ever tasted a tonburi beef?" And I was like, "Nah, I usually get chicken." She says. Cause I got us, so she bought us two plates, seventeen fifty, thirty five bucks, and it came with a miso soup. So from her place to Lincoln Road, man, nice and hot. When I got there, we were talking shit for about an hour. Started eating, man. This beef had different, eh? True. On a on a base of of new of rice. It's a lot of salad, and spring onion and that. But man, I. For a rice meal, that all that was missing was probably like a like a 
maybe a light sauce, like maybe a mayonnaise or like mm. a garlic yogurt. Fuck, I'd say like four, bro, four and a half. Fuck, it was, yeah, it was delicious, say. Eh? Making me hungry. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I just started getting you know you can get beef strip. You know you can get beef strip. You know you get beef strip right? and let's say if it's like barbecued or honey soyed or teriyaki beef. Yeah. But I don't know what the beef was, but it tasted nice and barbecued, smoked. And but it was done in like like wraps, like sheets of like nice like that's, one minute steak. Beef. That's how it should be done, eh? But because it's nice, eh? And I think because we left it in the, the cup and we traveled, you know, that that distance. It like obviously filtered into the the rice as well, yeah. So not not wet to the point. It was like, oh no, it's too greasy. You know, it's all mushy now. But that's all it needed. But it was just a bit of meat, just to light on that um salad, and then to eat with the steak, um the the beef. But fuck, it was cooked nice, eh? Fuck, you just reminded me of the guys at um Iraro, the Phil- Philippine barbecue. Same sort of thing. They, I don't know what they do with the meat. Yeah. I was trying to figure it out, but it was sweet. And they 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 put so their dishes rice. With the beef and then a little bit of coleslaw, but the flavors go right through the rice in it. Yeah, kind of the same way how you see. Yeah, their dumbberry was seventeen fifty. I rated a four and a half. Damn, four and a half, man, because fuck it was good. Eh? Like I don't usually eat those sort of meals, and but for price wise, like that's pretty good. I know when I've gone up to Westgate and look at their dumbberry meals, like they still they've gone up a dollar. Mm. It was like the eighteen <clears> bucks, but for seventeen fifty, done it. Um, the Westfield Mall, back in that's mint, man. Highly recommend it. I just didn't get the name because I was too fixated on the conversation with my cousin. But man, that's the that's the Japanese place. It's like the first one, eh? First one, and then you have the self serve. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, and you got the I think it was the the jeweler store on the corner. Then you got them, but you go in there, you get the the dumpery. They got like three or four people in the kitchen. Yeah. Mean, they do mean. all those um, larger meals and that. Yeah, I, don't, I I haven't tried any of their meals there, but I'm a big sushi fan. But their sushi ain't that great. Oh man, that's I like the sushi at St. Pierre's. St. Pierre's up on Lincoln Road. Man, yeah. this sushi is always fresh because I'm a big fan of salmon, mm. salmon and avocado. Yeah, bro, that's yum. I might go back tomorrow. <laughs> eat at the mall because I don't have a job. You know, if anyone sees me and they're like, "Hey, let's see you. How are you, bro?" Like, I'll be eating there by myself. Well, since Mum's been back, she's got she just finished cooking a pot of curry beef, and because it was too hot and spicy for my daughter, and I already had some chicken in the fridge because I was gonna roast it for work tomorrow night and the night in the chicken and broccoli, so she cooked up a a chicken curry as well, but a bit smoother on the spicy side. So I got there for the next two days. <laughs> Hopefully. So, man. Food. Nice. <laughs> man, I'm so hungry now. Um, <laughs> let's get into uh, what have we been watching during the week. Start with you, Isa. Um, yeah, I watched that Sylvester doc- documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been watching s- some anime as well. Because mo- they had some fish anime come out on Netflix. And it's all samurai orientated. So, But I've been, been watching The Blue-Eyed Samurai. It's got mm. a good story on it, real, real mm. deep story on it. So that was interesting. But that um, Stallone um, documentary was quite interesting. Yeah. Have any of you guys seen it? I haven't seen it yet, but I've read a lot of stuff about his history and that, like how he came up. Hmm. Yeah, because I, I, I wasn't, I didn't really realize that he was a, a script writer. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize he wrote his own material. And the, the other fascinating part was where they were talking about Rambo and how they first wanted to make Rambo. 
they wanted, they wanted to make him like a psychotic, like like an absolute nutter. Yeah. He comes back from war and he's absolutely crazy. And then apparently at the end of the movie, he was supposed to get killed by the sheriff. But Stallone decided to change uh, Robo's role. He, was, he wanted to make him like more human. Instead of being that psychotic that they wanted him to be. Like push the boundaries of being psychotic, but bring him back to the human side, his humanity. Because that was the original book. So the book, he was a psychotic and... Um he dies at the end of the book and the reason why was because no one wins in that situation yeah but um i think um what's his name teagle the um the sheriff mm. he um dies too so it's like no one wins in the end yeah and stallone didn't want to share that during that time period because mm. that's when you know uh veteran soldiers were yeah you know oh is that it is that that's what happens to us <laughs> <laughs> we just we just died like you know and Stallone did what they, he wanted them to at least have hope mm. so that good guy never dies kind mm. of thing yeah so I was like oh true yeah it's, it's cool how he came up because he was like um, he was one of those guys that had a dream yeah and he wanted to be a movie star and then he did like we know how he's um he's muscly in that yeah he trained hard out he trained trained hard out to get a, to get a, like a body like he had back mm. in the days and he wrote a script and he got a chance like a chance to but then he wanted to act in the movie yeah he, oh, he had the script yeah. and um they said oh we'll we'll, we'll, we'll buy the script off you because it's a real cool script we'll buy it off you and he goes oh yeah um and then i can make the movie and he wanted to be in it yeah and he said oh nah you, you we don't we, we don't know you like yeah you, yeah because he wasn't famous because eh? he done the porn away yeah one of those first yeah. <laughs> yeah he did a porn and he wasn't a, a big star sort of thing so they didn't want him so he took the script back he said nah don't worry about it i don't want to i don't want to i don't i don't want to sell it to you because he wanted to be there but then they sort of oh yeah okay so they they got him in and they found out that he was he was pretty good he knew the character real really well you know he could play the the character but the the studio they wanted him to um to not make a movie element. They wanted it to be like a, a TV show, like a TV series. Oh, like not a movie. Mm. Is it the is it the paradise? Is it Paradise City? No, I'm talking about Rocky. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So it was the Rocky script. Yeah, there was a Rocky script. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. that's a show. So when it got Best Picture, they were shocked. Yeah, they were shocked with um how popular it came. It was like well, super popular. Just, oh man, because that's the one that would relate to so many yeah. Yeah. aliens in America. Because it's an underdog kind of story. Yeah. And like, what they didn't know, the studio didn't know, is that at the time, all these movies, these anti-hero movies were coming out and people were de- depressed. Because this, this is the 70s, you know, Vietnam War was happening. Yeah. And people were depressed, angry. The protest was going on. The, the civil rights movement, you know, that kind of stuff in America. The students protesting so everyone was angry in, in America and everybody was depressed and all that kind of stuff so when this movie came out it was right it was like you know a, a feel good kind of like an underdog like coming up so everyone just related to it so that's the main reason why that he's an ugly popular. kind of like, if it, if it says, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how Adrian fell in love with that ugly guy <laughs> shucks that's a good story eh? yeah and to have a younger vision of her too then she's pretty eh it's pretty in the early Rocky films. But, you know, the other brilliant thing about that movie, he loses at the end. Yeah. And everyone's like, hey, oh, you know how Rocky yeah, loses yeah, yeah. to 
to Apollo. He doesn't beat Apollo into part two. Yeah, but, but he he's still in a way he still wins though. Yeah, yeah. He, a, he loses, but because that's his um his thing, eh? The hope thing. Yeah, it's always hope for the main character. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't want them to be completely defeated. Oh, yeah. but there's always hope for them. Yeah, being too excited there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Nah, he's he's a great creator. Sly. I think and he the just whole, the whole. The whole competition with him and Arnold, eh? Yeah. Oh, bro, I thought that was like made up, eh? But then when they, what was it, when they were announcing them to come in, I was like, oh, fuck is that shit? Fuck, that was <laughs> funny. When they did Commander, eh? And then you, mm-hmm. uh, was it Stalin does Rambo, and then Arnold does Commander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. But even even the, um, when, um, in Predator, when Arnold, he's, he screams, that's, um, there must be a movie where 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 slice screams too so that was like a thing to that oh okay but they <laughs> get to the chopper ah, get to the chopper <laughs> nah when that part when um when arnold's calling um predator to come and he's in the, in the mud he's got the the flame oh and he just screams hey <clears throat> oh no nah. i remember rambo in the mud and he shoots that guy with the arrow mm. you know the guy that that, that um killed his uh pa- well his uh love interest yeah <laughs> <laughs> he just exploits him on that rock mm. but you know you 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 think about these actors now they're rich eh? it's funny because um arnold came with that documentary eh? not long ago yeah and now sly's got one yeah. yeah so you get to see the two two visions two visions of it it's arnold because he he was moving out of his place and he's showing all those like mock, uh, rocky statues in there and all those monuments in there, in his mm. house. And he was talking about how they're just stuff. But he really wants to spend more time. He's missed all that time with his family. But, you know, how crazy is that for the city of Philadelphia to have a, a, a rocky statue. statue or a statue of Rocky? Yeah, just because of not, the movie. It's not even a real person, <laughs> eh? It's just a character. A <laughs> character in the but movie. But it's probably those stairs, eh? It's yeah, yeah. Stairs, yeah, made the famous, <laughs> like, man. Right, because, you know, any guy who's trying to make a skit, right, he's like, fuck, if he does that, dun, 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 and he's running, any pose that Sly did in that film was like, fuck, everyone's gonna know. Oh, that was from Rocky. Yeah, mimic the whole thing, start to finish. Yeah. Like, wow. Everyone knows that, eh? I remember a guy at work. He's old now, but he was saying that he had a um, when he was younger. He went to he went to the states. He went to Philadelphia for um for camp for exchange thing camp, and uh, he was there. And um, he heard his mate from New Zealand was in Philadelphia, in town too, Philadelphia. Oh shit! And this was back in the eighties, so you know no no cell phones and that. So they had to meet up somewhere. So they had to plan to meet up. So they didn't know where to meet up, like, because they, they don't know the area. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what's going on over there. So, yeah, yeah. So, um, so he said, oh, you know what? Let's go meet at the at the, at the Rocky Stairs. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, automatically, you just know where to go, you know? And he probably, and he probably when he was getting there, he was like, probably doing the music in his head, eh? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you just ask anybody, eh? Oh, yeah. you know what they're... You know where the Rocky stairs are? Oh yeah, just <laughs> Okay, oh, yeah, we'll meet there at one o'clock. Shit. At the Rocky stairs. <laughs> no, well, there you go. That's like a landmark. Hey? Landmark. Like, no, this <laughs> Where's Rocky Star statue? <laughs> Shit. Nah, was it me at the stairs? No, no, no. I'll meet you at the statue. Where's the statue? At the top of the stairs. <laughs> meet you at the yeah. Because they never did the statue back in the eighties, eh? 
It wasn't until probably what late nineties, early two thousand. Oh no! Yeah, there would have been some time after the first one, no? Because even when Rocky runs up the end with his son, <laughs> his son was still a baby back in the first one, so he must be here. Uh, yeah. Oh, because the statue was there. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. yeah, it was a good documentary too. I enjoyed it. I never got to watch the Arnold one, but I've seen so much of Arnold that. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, pretty much. Eh? Like, just enough. Yeah. Watching the doc, you'll understand. Well, that makes you wonder, right? Eh? Like, if the rocks played supposedly the both of them of this era, like, when will his one come out? Like, I know he's done Young Rock and that. Yeah. That's all come out. And he needs a proper documentary, eh? Yeah. Not like a. Yeah, sort yeah, of like just a, a proper actual mm. doc. Mm. Because there's a lot that they cut out, like he doesn't share it. That's sort of like, once it's E! News stuff, like, oh, he's got a orator, Like that sort of stuff. <laughs> but even like the, um, the latest one that I saw was the Rocky, was his, his dad's um, infidelity with all the kids that he's got. Like the guy, just when he thought that house was squeaky clean, eh? Then it shows <laughs> how his dad's got like four other kids. <laughs> like, oh, man. Rock was doing so well, eh? And there's young Rock, and then that comes out. So, hey, Americans, bro, I always want to find something to put dirt on, you mm. know? Public eye, a figure like him. Yeah, it makes it more, it makes it more interesting, though, in their eyes. Oh, yeah. Have you, let's, what, what have you been watching? Oh, man, I try to watch, um, well, me and my cousin. I remember I had told you I was trying to watch Banshee. Yeah. After, um, fuck, I forgot what I was watching before that. Um, straight after Ray Donovan had finished. Yeah. But then I watched the first re and I'm just like, this is why I stopped recording it, because it's rude, eh? <laughs> but it's the guy from um the um West Side, and he's on um, Outrageous Fortune. Yeah. But and the, the storyline is fucking freaky shit, eh? <laughs> yep. Fucking freaking. So I watched the first three, and I was like, I think this is why I stopped watching it, because bro, it's got the most sick scenes in it, eh? That guy, that guy nearly fucks every female on their show. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Eh? But I mean, it's it's pretty interesting, eh? Like, if the backstory is like, this is a, a guy who was on the run, mm. happens to go into a bar, watches the shootout, and then the guy who actually gets executed is the new sheriff. So he steals his identity. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's, you're like thinking to yourself, fuck, how can this guy want, you know, he's a criminal, now he wants to be a sheriff. Yeah, and it's just working out, he's playing it down, eh? But I'm like, there were like four, three or four seasons of this. Like, fuck, it must be good. But yeah, I didn't want to dive into it anymore. I was like, oh man, there's too many sex scenes, man. I was like, fuck it. Man. It, was, it was funny because <laughs> like the bad guys were always trying to work him out. Yeah. Like they were trying to figure out, this guy's not a normal type of sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> they, didn't find, they didn't work it out that, you know, that he was a criminal all along. Yeah, I tried to watch Ben Shee. Um, fuck, didn't didn't watch it. Haven't watched any shorty for a bit. Um, haven't watched any of um, my family. But now I was trying to catch up on um, some of the um, listening of the pods. Try to that, that's why I listened to the um, Aves one, like because I saw it was a new one. Because mm. I was like refreshing, thinking, oh, you guys had recorded on Sunday. Yeah, oh, now we did a back and forth. I was like, oh fuck. Then I saw it, the one with Aves. I was like, oh what? Then I'd listen to it. I was like, oh man, this is a good listen, eh? But it's just funny, like, you know, when you do catch up, eh? Yeah. How those stories, they come up. Remember that time? I think the one we were talking about in that program that I felt was interesting was that one, one foray, the Joe Rapping. Oh man, it makes me want to watch it now. 
Yeah, because it, it was, when I, like I was telling this guy, I felt angry after that. Yeah. I was pissed off. I think listening to it when I was walking at the trust yesterday, shout out to others for saying no. <laughs> <laughs> saying no. My nigga. <laughs> when this freeness right there in your face and you, nah, I just want to get out of here. But if, if she was no. chicken, <laughs> if she was chicken, different <laughs> story, different <laughs> story. Uh, I just want to say, you know, for good, ex- uh, a Rocky movie experience, I, uh, I recommend watch Rocky 4, then Creed 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. This is the link you said, eh? Oh, Creed 2. Creed 2. That's the edition of the sun. That's the Drago sun, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Creed, uh, no. Rocky 4. Rocky 4 and Creed, Creed 2. 2. Yeah. Watch it in that order. Those two movies. It's a good, it's a good, um. Yeah, I've never wanted to throw something at a TV ever betrayal, bro. You're like, the hell? Who yeah. does that shit, eh? Fuck. <laughs> you know, bro, honestly, but that shows the reality of, like, boxing as a sport, eh? How fucking crooked it is, man. Mm. You can, like, literally, literally give someone the opportunity or the hype or the exposure, but fuck, when it comes down to the bottom line, bro, it's all about the money, eh? You're like, fuck. Bro, he got fucked over big time. Well, it is a good watch, that movie. But yeah. I have been watching Jack shows. Just been trying to figure out how do I enjoy my day without it just going like that, man. Like, bro, it's now Tuesday. I was like, <laughs> the hell? It gets faster and faster as you age older. It's, it, days go quick, man. It's up prior to, you know, doing what you want to do. Yeah. That's, that's why I chopped my days to four. So I watched um, The Killer on, on Netflix. Oh, yes, I watched that too. And that was a good movie. It's, so it's, it's David Finch's latest movie. It's a story about a hitman that goes on the mission. And after the missions, after the mission, he gets attacked at his home and his, his girlfriend now. Mm. Then he goes on a revenge kind of... Killing spree. <laughs> killing spree to find out who um, beat up his missus. Eh? Yeah. It's a good movie, man. It's a good movie. It's a good movie because unlike other Hitman movies, this one, especially in the first um, 20 minutes, eh, it's just about him preparing for a hit. And he's like at his place. Like he's he's at a building and the window's open and he's got a, he's, he's got a sniper gun and he's just looking at the building op- directly opposite and he's just waiting. I think he's waiting for five days, eh? Yeah. Because he, he, got, he got told, oh, the target will be there. We don't know. What what day? Yeah, but it's gonna be within those five days. So so he's just staying there, but but he's not talking. But he's the, but he's he's the narrator, and he's just talking about what is in his mind. And it's pretty cool when you when you um he's 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 talking about how he feels mm. like oh this kind of work, you know, if you can't wait for <laughs> if you can't be patient, then that's not the job. Yeah, you, you can't be this. You can't do this job. <laughs> It's not that it's not, it's not that exciting, eh? You're saying yeah. it's not that exciting yeah. at first, but it can go zero to a hundred straight away. Yeah, and he talks about the tricks and how he prepares. <laughs> yeah, and he's talking about oh the the worst oh the the dangerous part is not the doing the job itself. The dangerous part is the days leading up to it and the yeah. days after it after the job, but the job itself is not yeah. if you got everything prepared. Yeah. yeah. That's no, pretty good. It's pretty good for me. Yeah, it goes into the mind of a killer, eh? real deep. Mm. How he organizes before and after a kill. Yeah. So I don't want to spoil anything. So 
um, The Killer on uh, on Netflix. It's good that, to watch. There's actually from you know Netflix. I reckon there was a good like um, a good movie from Netflix. I was quite surprised. It was uh, high quality. Yeah, real up mm. there. Well, you know, we've got to have David Fincher be the director. It's going to be high quality. Yeah, so, so David Fincher, he's the guy that did Seven, Fight Club, and, and Zodiac, and The Social Network, and Gone Girl. Who's the actor again? He's the guy that acts as Magneto on... Yeah, Michael Fassbender. Yeah. He's on the... I saw him on another movie. Um, it's like, I think he, he becomes a coach in Samoa. Oh, yeah, 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 I saw yeah. the trailer for the for the movie. Time way. Yeah, the, um, yeah, the 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 soccer team. Eh? Yeah, that's right. And Oscar Knightley's in there too. Or oh, a few other famous New Zealand um, actors are in that movie as well. I, I forgot about that trailer. It looks quite neat. So that'll be another good one. Just before you you close up, what about the um, the review on that video that I sent through? Oh yeah, what do you think of that? Damn, we're going to talk about this. So this is um, Blackbird, eh? Blackbird, yeah. Oh, yeah. Blackbird. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, go on YouTube, look up Blackbird. Is it Blackbird? Blackbird? It's a short film. Who um, did that? Who it's a short did that film show? by a guy named Last Man Soul. Eh? Far, bro. It's called Sons of the Blackbird. Sons of the Blackbird. Go look it up on YouTube. Someday Stories, um, 2019. 2019, so... I think it's about seven, seven, eight minutes. A short film, but it's a uh, yeah, it's a powerful piece of art. It's a, it's it's basically about um, Pacific Islanders in New Zealand working in factories. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and it just shows this old man that's probably been there ever since he moved from Samoa or uh, Islands to New, New Zealand, mm. and that's been his job ever since while here. And he's getting on, eh? He's getting on. It's like he's almost almost retirement age. Retirement age, eh? And he sort of gets replaced by a, by a young guy at the end of the short story. But it's all about, like, the struggles, I guess, huh? Yeah. Of working in the factory and and it talks about it's, it's like a trap for us, eh? Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think it, it, it dug deep into the, the, the false sort of advertising of what the life was here. Back in the day? Back in the day. Hard up, bro. Because, yeah, because the narrative spoke to, or that I took from it was that it spoke to the migration, which was the backbreeding, and then saying that it's milk and honey, but it was the repetitiveness, eh? And it was the, and the one line that's probably struck with me was the, how we can't say no to the OT, uh, because of them being, like, dangling the carrot. I was like, well, if you want the hours, uh, almost like, if, if we said no, it shows that we're weak. Because the guy always said, of course, you know. And then, yeah, just for it to be an Indian was where it didn't hit <laughs> with me. Because yeah. like, back then would have been Balang. Mm. Yeah. The migration of the Indian hadn't come over at that time, you know. Mm. But yeah, I just, yeah. The one thing, yeah, the one thing that did make me confused about seeing the sons of the black breeding because I know for me, like, for Tokelauan people, black breeding did happen. And it did erase a lot of the people from the island. But for using it in something like this, where it was showing that people came here with sort of like falsified details about what the work was and how hard it was, a whole generation of Tokelauan disappeared off the face of the island and they relocated to South America. So that's why it's like, man, using that 
blackbirding like word around something is an, a migration for a chance to start something different didn't hit with me but I did think it was a pretty good piece like put together but yeah, yeah poetry just the word, game just the word the word of the the storyline like you know the son of the blackbird but because I can tell you the son of the blackbirds is living in South America that I took alone and they didn't even know where Doug Lowe's you know so like they they were poached they were poached people from the land mm. but I mean it happens it happened even in uh, in Australia too you know it happened all over the world. Yeah. I remember watching um, martial arts movies that they always you always have the American say, come over to America, to the Gold Mountain. Yeah. And then you see all these Chinese people hop on boats mm. to go over to America. So it's like sort of the same sort of thing. But I remember yeah. for me the most powerful line in that short story, short film was um, when they put the high-vis vest on. And they said, oh, we wear high-vis, but we're more invisible than ever. Mm. Yeah, that was like, ooh. It's powerful. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a hardcore visual person, and there was one part where he's walking down, walking down the hallway in his house, and it just reminded me of my house. That's why I pissed on and uh, <laughs> on the chat that shit. You know, if it, if it, if I don't change anything soon, I'll be like that. Mm. Be like that old guy exactly. You know, the, when it talks about his sore body and his sore knees, I'm already there. So it's like shit. It's crazy. Yeah. No, it was a, yeah, it was a good, it was a good little piece. Hey, I'm, I'm glad. I'm Real glad. Strong, I'm glad that um, that DJ told us about it. Eh? Otherwise, yeah. we wouldn't have known. Yeah, but these are important little little sto- short stories. There, eh? like yeah, especially being told by it. us. Eh? like yeah. if the narrative, like this is, this is a story of my own people. And yeah, like, to and put it in a film like that, be like, fuck, he didn't need hours. Like he didn't need people to speak on it. He was just literally saying how it was. Yeah. Yeah, and it's still it's still like when I think about it I still like actually haunted by it so mm. yeah that that is a good good part to add mm. sweet boys uh, about to wrap up shall we do some last words East. yeah um, yeah well again it's good to be back on empty out the clip um, yeah just glad everything is going right so far nothing's gone bad um, big good luck to Avi in Australia. I forgot about him in my shoutouts. So yeah, <laughs> hopefully he's doing fine. He didn't end up in Africa with the lions or something. But yeah, no, it's good. So hopefully everything turns out great. Let's shout out to documentary Avi man. It's been a minute since we caught up, bro. But wishing you all the best out on your new endeavor. And yeah, man, hopefully everything works out for you. And much love to the kids. Um, I just wanted to make a quick shout out to um at GZFit4942. Um he commented on our last empty out the clip about something that he needed to hear. Like I just wanna share with you, brother. It's like all things in life, man. Any anything that gets a bit hard, man, it's only temporary, man. And like all like all things that we struggle with, man, it too shall pass. Um yeah, powerful um comment, man, and appreciate the support. But I just wanted to share something now that Nikita's twenty and I'm twenty one years deep. Servicing this girl's life as her <laughs> provider, like you know, on this on this life down here. But um, yeah, I always follow like these um. It's called grown up and flown. So it's one thing that I, I wanna sort of project and let my kids know. So this is, one day when my children are grown, I hope that they come through the door, the front door, without knocking, and I hope they head to the kitchen for a snack, and slam on the sofa and watch TV, and I hope. I hope they come home 
and feel the weight of adulthood lived the adulthood adulthood leave them for they are home for my children my door will always be open so to anyone who feels like man hey your kids are gone your kids are your kids forever and like you know nothing new age or new poor health can change that your kids are your kids man and like i would like i would like to think that there are other parents out there in the world who believe like man my kids think they know anything let them go explore the world and your kids need a home, man. I've seen my family being torn apart with my older brothers kicking my sisters out. We no longer have a homestead. And that was all done from the back of their selfishness to kick my nieces and nephews out of their nana and granddad's house. I could never do that, man. And I'm glad that I shared that with my one of my closest cousins today because that's the reality of this world, you know? People think that the dollar value has more, more meaning to their life than them actually looking out for their own blood. So there's something that I'll never have to live, but it's hard to watch, you know, from a distance. But I like to make sure that my kids, if they ever get, you know, gullied or fall out with their partners, that they have a home to come to and they can just walk through the door, slam on the chair and just be a kid again, you know. And I'll probably get up in the middle of the night, no matter what it is, what time it is, just go cook to something to eat and go, I hope you're hungry. <laughs> you know what it is. Nice. That's, man, that was beautiful. Mm. Nice. Something to think about. Yeah, you just reminded me of something, but I'll talk about it afterwards. Yeah. All right, boys, man, thanks for another episode, man. And shout out to everyone that's uh, tuning in. And uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, next week. Pretty good doing this consistently. Pretty proud of doing this every week. So, pretty proud of getting you guys in and, uh, and jamming. Yep. But uh, yeah, man, that's us for another week. Let's get the fuck out of here.